What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kramer, and this is a podcast designed for people who are interested in pursuing health in a holistic and natural way. Lots of people want everything and do nothing. This is a quote that was written in one of the books that I'm currently reading right now, and it's something that sparked a deep reflective thought in my life yesterday. You see, Sabbath is a principle that we've just started recently in our house with our children, in which outside of church, we just really don't do anything. Our goal is to not spend money. Our goal is to stay in touch with God. It's to rest. It's to enjoy the beauty of creation. And while I was reading this, it kind of coincided with another reflection that was going on at the same time, and that is the idea of desires and what people desire in this world. You see, when we say lots of people want everything, it's typically that they are desiring something of this world. And truthfully, because it is a non-permanent desire, because it is of a tangible, earthly idol, <clears throat> that is probably the reason why people don't do anything. That is typically why people take zero action, right? Because when you desire things of the world, things of the flesh, things of, of money, of, of you know, these, these desirous things that we have in the Western world, fame, faith, fortune, or I'm sorry, fame, fortune, abundance, you know, financial freedom, all these things, is that it's really interesting because once you decide to take action, right? So outside of this idea of people who want everything and do nothing, the, my, up, my alternate observation of this is that there are people who want everything, they take the action, they achieve what they want, but they remain empty. And so they go back into the habit they had before that put them into a place of defeat, a place of debt, a place of deficit, in order to work their way back out of it to feel like they did when they did it the first time, when they took action, when they got exactly what they wanted. You see, what I typically observe is that most people are always chasing something. They are attempting to fill the void of the unanswered question. And that unanswered question is, what happens when this is all over? What happens when I die? If you're of the Protestant faith, oh, we're saved. Everybody's going to heaven. It's all great. You confessed. If you have the Catholic faith, oh, you were baptized, but did you actually confess your sins? You know, the road to hell is paved, or the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Or you could be one of those people who just don't believe in God, right? This is all I got, this one ride, so I'm going to go as fast as I can, as hard as I can, and I'm going to live life to the fullest, right? But when I think about this idea of filling this void, I think about what happened for the biblical people out there with the Sermon on the Mountain. When Jesus fed the 5,000, when he gave them what they were looking for, things of this world, and then when he started presenting to them the fact that they were lacking spiritual alignment, that a choice was given. 
They can choose the things of the world or they can choose things of the Spirit. And when they were presented with this choice, everyone but 12 remained behind. And those remaining 12 said, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. You see, many of us are given these choices in life about pursuing the desires of God or pursuing the desires of man. I can use my own testimony, my own testimony of pursuing desires of man because, yeah, I became an entrepreneur. I opened a business. I wanted to make a ton of money because I wanted to have financial freedom. I wanted to pay off my student loans. I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, travel the world, take my girls everywhere, you know, pay for their weddings, pay for their colleges, do all this amazing, great things, right? Things of the world. But while I chased that dream, my spirit was lacking. And no matter how many people I helped, no matter how much money we made, or didn't make for that matter, we were still empty. And it hit me that there are lots of people that want everything and do nothing. And they do nothing when it pertains to their spirit. You see, when I bring this up to some people in the practice, many people want to shake it off. They don't want to talk about it. They want to disregard it. Oh, no, no, I'm okay in that area, right? Because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because it's not of this world. It's uncomfortable because it requires genuine honesty, reflection. It genuinely requires, I'm sorry, it genuinely, that's the third time in just a minute. Jeez, it requires discernment. It requires a commitment to go deeper into the, the difficult questions of this life. And see, when that happens, many people quit. They would rather be filled with the worldly possessions, the things this world has to offer. And right now, with that being said, we have this entire world that is trying to offer us fear. And we're gobbling it up like we're eating Thanksgiving dinner with Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden. Man, we are just eating this shit up right and left. But see, here's what happens. This is the reason that most of you do nothing. Because you desire everything the world has to offer. Material power, relationship power, career success, health. But what truly is happening is that we are an eternal people, an eternal being. So no matter how great of career you have, no matter how beautiful a relationship you have or don't have, no matter how much money you have or don't have, no matter how much health you attain or how much health you lose, you will never, ever be fulfilled if you are creating a false idol out of the very thing you desire. You see, we have a universal vocation as people to seek first the kingdom of God, to have no other gods before me. I am the Lord your God, period. Universal vocation. Yesterday, I heard that somewhere around 500,000 people Googled depression. Over a million Googled anxiety. I can't even tell you how many Googled freaking COVID. What if people in this world actually started to Google Jesus? What if they Googled eternity? What if they Googled sin, corruption? What if they actually Googled idolatry and what that looks like? 
You see, when we speak of eternity, it becomes a rather difficult subject for many of you. It's a difficult one for me. But if you go back a few months to a podcast I had, it was called Have I Done Enough to Warrant the Life that I Lived on This Earth. And I think about the opportunity that we have right in front of us right now as people, as men and women of God, to spread the message of hope, the message of peace, the message of love that has been passed down for 2,000 plus years. I believe that every single one of us at the end of our rope should be able to answer that question, have I done enough? From a place of piety, from a place of reverence, from a place of knowing that because we decided to surrender the idolatry-driven desires of this world, and we chose to embrace the spiritual alignment that God has to offer us, that we'd be able to answer with a resounding yes. So many of you do want everything in your life. So many of you tell yourself a story, a lie. So many of you live these false realities because you saw something on Facebook that set you off or triggered you. Because Donald Trump didn't win the presidency. Because Joe Biden is our president. Because Pope Francis canceled the Latin Mass. You see, it's no different for your stance and how you choose to identify politically, religiously, financially, materially. But the truth is, have you taken that moment and made an idol out of it. And if you have, you're doing nothing else more than desiring everything and doing nothing. The things of this spirit will bring you eternal life, eternal hope, eternal joy. But if you choose to chase the things of this world, you will forever try to fill a void that no one can fill but God himself.